Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Here we are. We're here to help the podcast. Another episode, Jake. What episode? You're really are we, doing Gareth, it, Gareth? What episode are we at? Because you always what, say what the number and like? you started smiling. So we <laughs> both know, know. why that you, you hold these things. We both know you thought because last time we had one, it started and you said six, and in post, Kevin put in seven. Right? Opposite. Well, that was a that was Opposite. a bad Opposite. thing for you to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I screwed it up. Damn it! That throws me off. Seven. This is seven. Kevin, what episode is this? Seven. Seven. We, Aha! Well, we got a great one on seven. I'm excited about this one. It's our first follow-up. Yeah, well, let's also say, Jake, that the, we really appreciate everyone listening oh, yeah. and everyone who's sharing and all that stuff because the show is doing pretty well and we really do appreciate it. And um, and we're getting some great emails Some uh, great emails. Well. We had some killer ones we recorded this morning that were very yeah. funny. Um, but yeah, we have uh, we have two calls today. Um, the first one involves, uh, I guess, the the issue of aging in athletics to some extent, Jake. That's a good way of putting it. And also, you know, what we all just watch with and we've all been watching with Coach Deion Sanders in Colorado. Yes. What it means to be a leader. Yes. Uh, and Great. what a team needs to go from last place, the Buffaloes were last year, to this year. And that's leadership. And so it's somebody asking about, should they fill that role, I guess? And our se- yeah. it's a great call. We're excited. We're going to get a follow-up on that, too. But our second call today, you got to hey. w- listen to episode one before you listen to this one. Yeah. So if you have gap. not listened to the first one uh, about the D&D game, you need to because the star of that game comes yeah. on. Yeah, we we land. I mean, we had Zoe last episode, and We've had now Lamar. we have. We got the biggest fish of it. We got the biggest fish of the goddamn game. We got a big fish. We got a big fish. <laughs> we, this is the one where you know every podcast, every once in a while, we'll have like Bruce Springsteen on. You go, like, Whoa, yeah. They got you Barack. get Obama. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we beat you, fools. Yeah. Sorry, we got Tuktok. We so, got. To, I just I, said it. We got to. I, I, and I hope Tuktok's ready. I hope Tuktok's ready to have all these other podcasts. Try to, you know, clawing to try to get yeah. Tuktok on the uh, show. Tup, don't go on them. Don't go no, on them. You're, you're too exclusive. good. Set your rate. Set your rate. Thank you. So we got a great uh, but, show. We're really excited. Uh, what yep. are you going to say, Garf? No, I was just going to say it's it, it's quite a little world we're creating. So uh, <laughs> it's very enjoyable. 
And uh, and yeah, like I said, email if you have a problem, helpfulpod at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. And thank and you for And one sharing. last thing. Gareth is going to the United Kingdom oh, on Monday. To me. Yes, I'll be doing shows all over the UK and Ireland. Go to GarethReynolds.com and uh, you can get a seat, I promise. Don't miss that show. It's going to be fun, everybody. Hello, this is Russell. Russell. Well, welcome to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We normally start off with asking the name. You've done the heavy lifting. Uh, <laughs> how old are you and where are you? Uh, I'm 33 and I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And what can we do for you, Russell? Why are you calling? Well, I had, uh, I've been thinking about, I guess, a little dilemma or a quandary here about my adult rec soccer team uh, here in Minneapolis. And we've been playing together for years and years and years. And, uh, you know, we're getting up there at 33 for adult rec sports. And your kids, trust, I, when, you know, trust Jake and I, your kids. <laughs> That's fair enough. Sometimes the knees don't feel like it, but okay, I hear you. I hear you. The line I want to toe is, you know, somewhere between taking it too serious and and not taking it serious at all. You know, I want it to be more than just someone's Monday night exercise. I want it to be, you know, I want to have some buy-in and and stuff, but I don't want to say, you know, hey guys, we're going to be practicing or you know, give up, give it like a, a pump up speech before the game that everyone says, okay, that's doing sure. too much. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you. I'm a hundred percent with you, Russell. I know the exact zone. I feel it about poker nights. Okay. I'm not looking for everyone to be a champion, but when it's someone's turn and they're in a five minute story about what happened to them in traffic, I'm like, make your fucking bet. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is it. So I need, I need that line. And it's like, okay, are we, how do I do it? Are we going out for beers right. after? Do we do like an award ceremony at the end of the season? Oh, What's the right line to tell? Hmm. Ooh, this is a good one. Yeah, this is interesting. Do you I, I feel I like I have a good audience for it? Yeah, this do, is a do good question. Do you feel question. like do you feel like you've ever taken it too seriously and it's kind of been not embarrassing, but you kind of overstepped a little? Has that happened? Yeah, like for instance, maybe maybe the story I told there, the example of of giving a pregame pump up speech before uh, you maybe know Wednesday night wasn't... quote unquote playoff game. Yeah, uh huh. That didn't really fall too well, but uh, you know, can we get a sample? Yeah, uh, yeah. Can you give us a little taste of what the that speech was? We're we're on the we're on the pitch here. I'm gathering around. We're okay. I go, all right, fellas, take a knee, take a knee. Yeah, Chris, you too. Yeah, take a knee. Uh, all right. This is the revenge tour. This is the pinnacle of the revenge tour. We all remember what happened last session. We don't want it to go that way. This is it right here. We know how to play this team. They beat us last time because we were a little shorthanded. Caleb, we're not going to hold that against you, but you know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's more or less how it went. Yeah. That's a fired up speech. I'm ready to go beat. I'm going to go whip some ass on that court. Let's uh, go. <laughs> Russell, can I ask, did you win or lose that game? We won the game. We won the game. Okay. Interesting. But you felt that some people were like, buddy, just come on. (laughs) Yeah. There's a little side. I I could sense a side eye. So walk me through this for a second, Russell. What is the vibe of your teammates? So for the most part, we've all been playing together for, you know, 10, 12 years, more or less on this team. People come, people go. 
but it's kind of the same group of friends. Uh, we get, you know, we get New Jersey's every few years. We're called taking cookies FC. It's just an inside joke from college. You know, it's all the, the, that whole gamut. Um, but we've just started to inject some youth into the team, little brothers joining sure. and uh, their friends. Yes, so we, we now have some, you know, some early to mid 20s. And that's where it's hard to tell that line. That's where the kind of the question came from. Oh, so your generation is kind of, you guys are all on the same page, but the new generation, yeah. are they not taking it as seriously? It's in between. I think I think it's there. They see our passion. They see how much fun we have. But I don't want to come off as some weird old guy who's like, hey, guys, on Wednesday night, we should go super hard at this. Hey, Russell, I got to uh, interrupt you. You are that weird old guy, and the team <laughs> needs it. Okay, you can't, so you can't have your cake and eat it, too. You can't go... I don't want to be that weird old guy, but I'm that weird old guy. And I want these young kids to realize they got to fucking play this game. Those kids, okay, those 20 year olds, you, I think you dive so far in and I think you go to them and you say like, Hey, you know, being part of taking cookies FC means something. I don't know if you know this, but we've been doing this since you were nine years old, my man. <laughs> and we have been building something and we would like you with us. But we got to know, are you with us? And if they go, I don't know, man, I'm looking to get some exercise and say, give me your jersey. <laughs> Take it off I your need back. This, this is what I'm going to play for the next uh, revenge tour. Right here, right here. I, I, Russell, I mean it 100%. I think you need to be the guy who cuts the fat off of this team a little bit and says to people who are not sure the tone, you can't go too far on this team. We're looking for commitment. If you miss an open shot, I'm not mad at you, as long as you tried your hardest. But if you're out here gunning and you love taking cookies as much as we do, then you're a member of this team. But if you're half in, half out, I need your jersey back. There's another number 11 out there. God damn, I'm ready to put my head through a wall here. I love it. <laughs> Gareth, <laughs> what are you thinking here, bud? Well, I, I, th I mean... You're responding well to that. So I think I would go with that. I think, I think, you know, there is this complex, the older you get, the fear of being a weird old guy is so, it's just always there. And so it's only going to get amplified when you inject young blood into the team. But I think if you own it and you're kind of like, look, some of you might think it's crazy that I want to give pregame speeches. But this fucking matters to me. I know that it maybe is not... Not everybody looks at this as the Super Bowl, but I want to win. I want to be a champion. Let's fucking do this. And I think if you bring the passion you're talking about, I think then you're kind of covered, you know? Um, right. And you're probably it's overthinking it's fun, it's it more It's fun to care that. about, though. Yeah. And well, I played so in a rec league yeah. before, and like at younger than that but still i mean we took it seriously i mean everybody took it seriously i know. was in a rec basketball league and then when i got on television i got hooked up with a nike connection and they asked if i wanted like to wear nikes when i go to and from set and i said yes but i need every single person in this basketball league to have matching jerseys <laughs> and shoes and i oversold how many celebrities were in the league so there was a four-year period where a bunch of like 
you know, mid-30s guys were playing basketball in matching sneakers, blue and white reversible Nike jerseys. And what it did for the game was it took the level of intensity to a whole nother level. Because now getting one of those jerseys meant something. And then when you put it on, you tried your hardest. I've never personally cared about uh, how good people are because I am not a killer athlete, but I do care about intensity level. If I'm doing a game, if I'm doing something with a group of people and one person's half in and half out and wants to talk about the dinner they had, it's ruining the fun for me. So if you're all in the same bit together, then win or lose, you guys are fired up. I wouldn't do a speech every game. I wouldn't turn it into a show. But if you feel like the team needs it, then let it rip, man. And if somebody can't handle it, then get off the fucking team. Gentlemen, I love it. This is, yeah, this is this is the kick I needed. I'm going to lean in here. I'm going to lean in. Yeah. And this is good because we have, we have full kits coming in the mail right now. We finally paid for a graphic designer, all this. Yeah. There you go. Russell, every team needs a heart. Every team needs a leader. Without it, it falls apart. And remember, when you gave that playoff speech, you won the game. I mean, you know, maybe it's good. Maybe it's the secret sauce. Now, okay, let me let me uh, let me ask you guys this: If if what's a good uh, uh, end of season award, like a funny, fun something? You know, I don't know, and it doesn't even have to be soccer specific. I would do a few things for the awards. Right, you're gonna want the fun, silly stuff, but this shit isn't fantasy football. It's not like you gotta wear a goofy outfit and humiliate yourself. If what you're saying mm-hmm. is you want people to take it seriously, one of those awards needs to be the MVP, and it doesn't go for the nicest or the sweetest or the guy who bought <laughs> fucking brownies. It's the most valuable player. <laughs> then you'd go defensive player of the year. Then I'll do another one that says leader of assists. Then I would do one, the hardest hustler. Then I would do glue of the team. And then I would go guy who looks the worst in shorts, right? And a few gags at the end. And best speeches and give that one to yourself. <laughs> I th- well, see, I thought I thought Jake had already pegged me with the hardest hustler. Knowing that don't be afraid to give yourself probably... one or two or three of these. You could be listen. There's, you do not feel. You can be moonlight at the Oscar. You can just sweep it. Let's go. That's true. That's true. Look, it's all I got left. I'm a hustler. I don't have the skills this yeah. much. It's just I'm I'm gonna run around and look. But cool. Russ, I'm gonna now give you real advice about the awards thing because I actually think it'll help. Here's what I would do: I would come up with a bunch of real awards like MVP, and when you suggest it, the younger group's gonna laugh at you. And the way you vote on it, I want it to be a secret ballot, right? And I'm gonna oh, tell yeah. you what's gonna happen: is people are gonna go like, Russell's a goober, dude. He wants us to do defensive player of the year. Ha ha ha. And then when they don't win anything and somebody else wins something and they have to go, well, deep down, Scott was a better defender than me, but I used to do defense in high school. I'm better than Scott. That person's got to go home and look in the mirror and go, I didn't give it my all. All I got was fattest calves. I got most likely to be bald by next season. Uh, fat as calves is great. <laughs> you know, do a couple ones that are humiliating. Most likely to get another earring. And then you do another one yeah. where you go, literally the MVP. You go like hardest worker, most improved. And everybody does a secret ballot. And you, you ask your original crew, your friends, like, guys, please take this seriously. Let's see what happens. 
and then you do the night when you're all at the bar and you, you give people their awards. It's beautiful. I didn't start this conversation with the notes app open, but it's open. And I'm <laughs> good. Good. Uh, Russell, good luck, man. I think you're in good shape and I think yeah. the team needs you. Hey, I appreciate it. Fellas. Wait, you know how uh, Rob and Ryan Reynolds bought a team and made a documentary about it? Yeah. There's a real chance oh, yeah. we're going to put some money into taking yeah, the I really. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll, look, look, I'll send you guys the links. You'll have some follows on Instagram. Like, send us some, I, the I, link. I, I we're going to get some jerseys. When we, uh, when we walk out on the field and we're like, I can't believe we're all the way in Minneapolis. I mean, it's just what I didn't understand was that how many lives we would affect. It's crazy. There's nobody there. <laughs> and then you'll, you'll hear one speech from me and you'll just run home. Well, yeah. just thank you so much for having us, Russell. This was a yeah. major disaster. Amazing. <laughs> Jake's wife's not talking to him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I'm wearing a soccer jersey and I'm in yeah. Minneapolis on a Wednesday night. I have to make better life decisions. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Look, all of us will at that point. Yeah. We charter a private jet. <laughs> In the hole, a lot of money. Russell, good luck, man. You're the leader of that team. Take you guys to the championship. Win something big. Hey, thanks, those big fans all the way. This episode is sponsored by Rocket, Rocket money. money, Jake. We love Rocket Money. Listen, you know what the deal is, right? It finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending. It helps lower your bills. You, like me, or like Jake, or other people are probably noticing that you're still paying for things that you don't use. And Rocket Money has over 5 million users, has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Uh, I told you the story about how I was paying for a Packers uh, yeah. radio station That's amazing. for a playoff game uh, against the Cardinals uh, about seven years ago. Anyway, what we want you to do is stop wasting money on things. That's right, Gil Buchanan, ones and two, 68 and balmy, still alive, not dead yet. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash help. That's rocketmoney.com slash help. Rocketmoney.com slash help. Gil Buchanan still in the garage. Jake Johnson, we're buddies. We are sponsored by a new sponsor today. We're happy to have them. Booking.com. Booking.com. Yeah. Uh, Booking.com, Jake, as you know. Offers so many possibilities across the U.S. I use Booking.com. So do I for travelers. I travel all the time and use Booking.com. Do you book all your own stuff? Yeah, pretty much. Do you go to Booking.yeah? Uh, Booking.com, Booking.yeah. Uh, listen, if it's from a relaxing beach resort to a remote mountain cabin to going to do a show in West Des Moines, there's a multitude of choices across the U.S. on Booking.com that allow you to book everywhere you want to. Uh, I definitely use it, like I said, whenever I'm going on the road, there's tons of things you have to do. So do you, you'll book your own car, your own everything. Oh, no, you have I, a van. I have a van. But I you're booking all van. your own hotels. Uh, a lot of hotels get booked, but you also have to book a lot of your own hotels. Like oh. if you have a down night or yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes clubs do this fun thing where they're just like, hey, we'll give you $100. And you're like, that's not what booking. Booking.com. <laughs> <laughs> so book whoever you want to be on booking.com. Booking.com. Yeah. You're on with uh, Jake and Gareth. Can we uh, ask your name, your age, and where you are? I am Abby. I'm 31, and I'm in Indiana. Oh, Indiana. Are you near Bloomington? I'm actually in Fort Wayne, but I technically live in Bloomington. 
Interesting. And uh, Abby, do you happen to play Dungeons and Dragons? I do so happen, yes. <laughs> oh, do Whoa. you happen to be Tube Talk? Tube uh, Talk, yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Welcome to the pod, Abby. Wow, Abby. This is, I'm starstruck. Uh, so I uh, was given to believe, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't have the full transcript, but I did hear from Shannon <laughs> who you spoke well, to. <laughs> yes. So, Abby, let us break down what we know, yeah. and then we want to get All your right. side of everything. And back, maybe a little backstory. Yeah. yeah so great. Shannon called in. She is part of your D&D game. Yep. And she wanted some nerd clout. And decided to create a character with a German accent named Wilhelmina. She, at the same time, said that you, her friend in real life, were creating an Irish character named Tuptuk. I don't know that he's Irish, but the accent is uh, supposed to be. (laughs) Okay, okay. Right. And that there was another woman named Rachel, who's also a mutual friend, who was creating a Southern character. Shannon told me when the game started, you, Abby, with Tuptok's Irish accent, got all the attention, which you just loved, Abby. Rachel shit the bed. Nobody liked it, and she abandoned. And then when Shannon started Vilamina, it got no attention. I'm so curious as to this fabrication. So, so she called us with help with her character to make Vilhelmina more exciting than the king of the game, Little Tuptak. <laughs> so that is where we stand, Abby. Can you please break down your side of the story for this game? Because what's happening in this Bloomington, Indiana D&D is blowing up. It's, it's a big story. People are talking. Well, let's see. Uh, I don't want to say it's all a damnable lie, but... Ooh. Interesting. (laughs) That is a term. I'm I'm, I'm so curious as to the picture that was presented. Well, you're the best of the accents. You're getting all the acclaim. But I want to also hear, Abby, what you... In terms of just hearing that backstory, what do you make of it? Is it true? Is it false? If it's false... You tell us. We were we were on Team Shannon before, but now we're talking to you. We're free agents. I'm, so, I'm on Team. This is a plot. This 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 was a plot against me. Ooh. Yeah, I I, I think she. I think there was maybe some jealousy there. Maybe some jealousy there. Definitely. But she was just like, well. Your accent landed better, but that's because you just watched Banshees of Inisherin and had it fresh in your mind. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, okay. And how do you think your, and how do you think the game has reacted to your accent and your character? I I think we're all living in the realm of mediocrity, really, (laughs) when it comes to accent. Now, my character, I would say, is the popular character, my, my character, he's a goblin bard. The rest of the party, they're all like 6'5", and Tuktog is hovering in between three and four feet tall. Little guy. Uh, but tiny. he's a bard, so they're, they're performers. Like, Sure. You, when you're in the comfort of your friend group, you're like, yes, I'll do a silly accent and <laughs> play a of character course. that supposedly could do music when I cannot play an instrument or sing. Well, that's the beauty of D&D. Is- you don't have to. 
Is it too early, Jake? Is it too early to hear? I don't want to hear it yet. I don't want to hear it yet. Okay. Okay. I still feel like I need more info. Okay. All right. Keep going. And so you've created TikTok, who's three foot tall. The rest are about six eight. He has become the star of the game. Do you agree with that? Because that's what Shannon said. Uh, I think I think that's the jealousy speaking. Uh, Interesting. It's I mean it's a it's a team game, so uh, everyone has their moments. What did can I ask you a quick question, Abby? What did you think of Rachel? What did you think of Rachel's Southern accent? Well, we've we've played multiple uh, campaigns, D and D campaigns together, okay. Rachel, Shannon, and I, and and a few of our other friends. So when we were going into it, Rachel's like, "I'm going to do an accent this time," and we've been playing with her a while, and we're like, "Are you though? Are you really?" <laughs> so Rachel's a bit of all talk. I think she's truly trying, like, I, but she honestly can't tell. Like, okay. is she still doing the accent? No, Rachel abandoned it right away. If we ask her, she might say, yes, she is. I am trying to do it. So it's wow. so subtle, you can't even tell. And what did you think about Shannon's Vilimina? Yeah. Uh, well, honest I opinions here. All, Abby, all we're doing is honesty here. Yeah. <laughs> I knew what it was supposed to be, right? Mm, we, we talk okay. about our character dynamics with each other. So I knew what it was supposed to be. Right. And I, I right. withhold judgment because if you asked me to also do a German accent, I'd be like, I don't got one. Yeah, respect. Sure. Respect. But you would agree that Shannon doesn't either, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. then. All right, that's okay. When you did TikToks, right away, did you feel from the group that the character came more to life? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. I try to play all different types of characters, so... But um, is it safe to say that Tuptak's your greatest character? Yeah. Uh, he is my son, my baby child, uh, my my <laughs> tiny, wonderful little baby. Uh, he's yeah. very great baby boy. But uh, I, I love all my children equally. Okay, diplomatic. Can we hear Tuptak? Oh, Lord. You know, as soon as you're like, all right, now perform, and you're like... Every, yeah. Spotlight's every on. Every single sound... Here's what we really want, Abby, is it's I just want to get a taste of your baby boy, your sweet little baby. And I want to because what we realized in talking with uh, Shannon was there was Mm -hmm. a Shannon and there was a Vilamina and they were not the same thing. Big time. It took a little bit. No, that's very true. And so on this podcast, what we're looking to do is we're not looking for you to feel like you, Abby, are on the spot and you, Abby, need to perform. We would like to talk to Tuptak about these characters. Is that possible? Is Tuptak available? Is, is Tuptak there? Oh, goodness. Oh, hello. Hello, Tuptak. Is this Tuptak? Ostensibly. Tuptak. Wow. Can I? This is Jake and Gareth. We're on the podcast. We're here to Big help. Big fan. Really? I've, I've heard otherwise. I've heard threats were made against my person. No. Well, actually, tube talk. I might have said. I heard to... violence was suggested. Okay, tube talk. Wow, tube talk. Can I be honest? I did make a threat against you, actually. <laughs> I did when I was talking to Vilamina. I said I think I was going to strangle little tube talk because wow. you're less than four feet tall, and I thought I had size on you because I do walk yeah. around at about 190 pounds, tube talk. Yeah. 
Wow. Never met me. Threatened me last. Can I sincerely <laughs> apologize to you right now? Are you open to accepting that? Hmm. I don't know that I'm the forgiven type. I totally respect that. Wilhelmina wouldn't hurt me. But if she killed me dead, she'd make sure I was dead. Can I ask you, Tube Talk, what you feel about Wilhelmina? Do you mean her Germanness or as a character? <laughs> How about both? Both, both Tube. Well, we are the, we're the elders of the group. Wait, Tube, can I ask you a question? And I really hope that Abby doesn't answer this. I hope Tube Talk does. Go ahead. Are you the greatest character in the game you're currently playing? Are you way better than Vilimina? Well, if anyone's killed anyone in the game, it is me. Okay. So you're the most powerful. On accident. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay, but, Interesting. But you still murdered somebody. But it was by accident. Well, everyone was helping murder. Okay. <laughs> so this was like a group murder. They, they weren't people. They were monsters. I've greatly enjoyed um, the shorthand Jake has with you, calling you Tuke, and um, I just want to point out that I really am enjoying that uh, element. The way that Jake, Jake, I mean, I can tell you, I know Jake. He he feels close to you. I mean, that that's coming across here. The way you know, there's there's definitely like it's a friendly shorthand. We've moved past the threats. We're we're buddy buddy now. Well, right. Tube Talk, I, I said that I was going to strangle that little guy, maybe drag him down the river. I can't remember exactly what I said. But the thing that I want to say now that I'm talking to you is I understand why Shannon felt threatened by the work you're doing on this game. That's because great. this is a very strong and exciting character. And most of this show is people calling in asking questions. But my question to you, Tube Talk, is what can we do better as hosts of this podcast in order to have more success? You are so wise. Goodness. It's a lot. Well, we, we don't have podcasts in whatever fancy land uh, I'm uh, invariably occupying. Sure. So don't know what advice I'd give. Per Perfect. Except maybe Abby wants to speak now. <laughs> Okay, let's oh, bring Abby back. Talk, Abby wants to. Okay, hand the phone back Abby to Abby. Back. Yeah, Abby. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Wow, that was. Can I, can I just can I just jump in because I think this call is going to end pretty quickly, in my opinion, and I'm going to tell you why. Abby, you've done some great work with Tube Talk. That is a phenomenal great. character. I understand yeah. Shannon, and I would say in terms of your game. Have empathy and love for Shannon because she did not call with any anger, any resentment towards you. She has yeah. a lot of jealousy towards this incredible Tube Talk character. And God damn it, she should. In my business, yeah. every once in a while as an actor, you get on set and there is a train coming at you. I did a scene with J.K. Simmons in a movie called Ride the Eagle. And in, after the scene, the director said, hey, Jake, you didn't act. You were just watching. And I said, it's because he's better than me. And unfortunately, <laughs> Tube Talk is the J.K. Simmons of your game. He is just on yeah. another level. Yeah, but the, but a rising tide lifts all boats. So I, I, yeah, I agreed. think, you, you know, it's kind of like, um, look, you're the Rolling Stones, but, you know, the who can still exist. You're right. So, um, so yes, I, I think, you know. I, I like it. It's competitive. I like that you're Same. making Villamina step up her game. But obviously, yeah, we're dealing with, 
you know, we're dealing with a professional. We're dealing, and with, Mike, we're dealing with Michael Jordan here. So yeah, Michael Jordan got on the call as soon as we, you know, too, because Jake calls you, um, got on the call and we, we knew what was going on right away. So Abby, in conclusion from our end, thank you for calling. And in terms of finishing Shannon's call on this, could you just have a lot of compassion and could you maybe push Rachel to commit a little bit more with her Southern accent? Yeah, it's in or out. Yeah, because if you three are firing at the level that you seem to be naturally firing, Shannon was firing at the end because I got to tell you, Villamina became a whole nother woman by the end of that call and was scary and exciting and... I, I think uh, in our last session, I would, I, I was like, oh, I think her accent is stronger. Oh yeah, she stepped it up. Can I ask you one quick question? Uh, what, what did, what was your reaction when Shannon told you that you needed to call a podcast uh, with Tube Talk for uh, to update a couple of guys? What was, what was the, what was Abby's reaction to that update? So she told me first that oh, okay, she so you the- knew. She was like. Yeah, she told me first off. Uh, she's like, "Oh yeah, they were picking beef with TikTok," and I was like, "My son, my boy." <laughs> <laughs> Can you do us a favor before we uh, hang up? Because our next caller is ready. Could you say thank you for listening to "We're Here to Help"? This is Tube Talk signing off. Thank you for listening to "We're Here to Help." This is Tube Talk signing off. <laughs> thank you Fantastic. so thank much. You. Thank you, Abby. Thank you, Tube Talk. It's an honor in both accounts. Tube Talk, I'm a huge fan. Abby, keep up the great work. Huge fan. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. We're Here to Help is hosted by Jake Johnson. And Gareth Reynolds. The show is produced and edited by Kevin Bartelt. The theme song is made by Oliver Raleigh, and you can check out all of his work at OliverRaleigh.com. The album artwork is by James Fosdyke. You can find him on Instagram at James underscore Fosdyke. And if you'd like to see me do stand-up on the road, go to GarethReynolds.com. And if you'd like to be on our show, please email us at HelpfulPod at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.